I'm Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Bite. All right, here we are. One more semester starting up. This is Eamon Anderson, the new host of the Gaming Maw. Uh, I'm going to be replacing uh, Matt Turner. Uh, he's gone now, moved on from here. Um, and with me tonight, uh, we have Daly over there. Daly, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, guys. I'm Daly. I'm the podcast editor here at Byte. And this is my first time on the Gaming Mall, which is really exciting because I've been on every other one except yeah. for this one. Yeah, you know, I we got over here last semester. I we had a few completed guests. completed my collection right? now yeah. of podcasts. The full cycle. Uh, but um, I feel that kind of like my expertise, I guess, uh, my interests anyway, are more toward... Uh, I mean, anime. I'm in anime A-team, sure. so uh, anime-themed games, definitely. definitely. Uh, visual novels, uh, more things that you could wind up playing on the Vita. Voice acting um, and stuff, too, yeah. I imagine. Yep. Uh, and, like, indie releases, awesome. uh, just, like, again, kind of in the vein of, like, visual novels, like, point and click. I am not that coordinated. I cannot, like, I'm trying to do WoW right now, <laughs> and it's been a struggle, like, just... Too it's many a little buttons. different. Yeah. Many buttons. Yeah, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot that goes into that. But um, uh, I, I really like watching uh, Let's Plays, just uh, Funhouse and mm-hmm. Game Grumps and Rooster Teeth at large. Um, I'm really excited to kind of be able to dive into the story elements within games in here and like where people are like, we like this kind of story, so let's make more games about that. But uh, I'm really excited to be here on the Gaming Ma. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, we'll be sure to get into some story stuff. Uh, maybe not so much this week, but maybe down the road. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely get in there because I know that's something that I'd like to do too. Um, and uh, the, our second guest tonight, uh, we've got Adam over here. Adam, do you want to tell us about yourself? Sure thing. Hi. I am a sophomore here. Uh, <clears throat> as far as uh, gaming stuff goes, I remember when I was a kid, I always used to like Nintendo. Nintendo mm-hmm. was the best. It stuck with me to like high school, I guess. Was that uh, GameCube that you were primarily playing on, or Wii? Yes, GameCube. It was GameCube? all. It was GameCube for years. Okay. Yeah, nothing but uh, you know, Smash. What? So, Smash? Would you say Smash is probably your uh, your favorite game on that? Actually, yes. Awesome. But I'm not a competitive player, surprisingly. <laughs> not all of us can be. Yeah, I'm not. I <laughs> There's some like practice hours and skills. And I don't even know what a shield button it. is. So yeah. you know, yeah, Same. Um, that's kind of wait. Me. There's a shield button, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who needs shield? B button only button is my motto. That but... was that was what I did when I was a really young lad, and then I found out you could use the A button, right? Yeah, yeah, and then you just spam, but uh, spam punch. I, and, I, w- I was yeah. the worst Smash player as a kid, <laughs> because oh, I would always pick Kirby, and then later on in life, it's like, oh wait, he's the worst character. Nah, down B to victory, man. Come on. No. I always did no. side B. <laughs> side, well, okay, yeah, side B is the way to go. The the hammer, I believe, is yeah. what that is. But, yeah. Uh, so anyway, sure. yeah, high school. Then I'm like, eh, this is not as fun anymore. I still mingle around sometimes. You know, play Pokemon every now and then. Sure. But I switched to uh, PlayStation for a tiny bit. Like, got a PS1, PS2, PS3. Awesome. Yeah. They were good. I never actually played the PS1 because PS2 does that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and as of now, I am PC. Awesome. I feel it. So I'm grateful PC it. Master Race. Do you like going back and playing some of those older games then? I know you were talking about going yeah, back to PS1. When, when I, whenever I feel like it, like awesome. I want to set it up. That's the worst part. you got to set it all up. Right? 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I've got a pretty nice setup over the summer. I've got uh, like 11 consoles plugged into one TV, so I, I've got it all good. You know? I know, right? It's nice. Um, but jumping right into it today, uh, we're going to be talking about remakes, remasters, and re-releases. Uh, so pre- previously on the Gaming Maw, we've kind of done something where it's just sort of whatever the news is, that's what we're talking about. Um, structured more or less by going through the different companies and what sort of things are going on with them. Uh, this semester, uh, there's going to be a little bit of that. We're going to talk about news. We're going to keep it relevant, um, but we are going to try to have each episode revolve around some sort of idea. Um, so today we're going to be talking about all the different uh, remakes and remasters and the climate of uh, new IPs and where where are they and are they on the way. So uh, to start off, uh, we just had the Nintendo Direct from, I believe it was last week. Um, yeah. Or may, was it two weeks ago? I can never keep, it, keep it track. Was, it was soon. Yeah, it, it was it relatively was, recent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, in that, they had a bunch of different stuff. Uh, Pokemon, I know, Adam, you were talking about that already. Um, yeah. Do you want to go over any of the Pokemon stuff? Or Yeah, Sun and Moon, can't wait. At first, <laughs> yeah, at first it was kind of, eh, it's just a new generation. kind of came really recently after, blank, no, X and Y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just kind of looked the same to me. Sure. It still does. Yeah, but Pokemon has always uh, definitely been samey, um, particularly since uh, they've started, like, they're a yearly release now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. last year we had uh, Mystery Dungeon, which was a spinoff technically, yeah. but, uh, you know, you had uh, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire before that, X and Y, there's not a year without Pokemon anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel um, like uh, yeah. Sun and Moon coming after uh, the 20th anniversary, that they kind of have to up their game, though, in, like, the sameness. So that's right. why we're seeing, like, the Z-moves and uh, character customization. Mm-hmm. The Alola and, forms. Uh, right. Yeah, and there's not gyms. It's it's not yeah, gyms Yeah, they, they have, like, fight. challenges or something. Well, I can't remember remember what they're called yeah it's it's like you go and there's like a pokemon there that you mm-hmm. challenge it's not as like focused on gotcha. like gathering up badges so much as it is like testing your might against these different kinds of pokemon which right. you're doing in which I, badges, yeah i was yeah. about to say that's a more or less the same idea just sort of a different execution yeah there's it, not so, like yeah. a gym leader behind it Absolutely. it feels it's, a lot more organic i guess it's definitely going to feel new and refreshing I'll yeah say that. yeah definitely um, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's definitely a legacy series. This is something that's been going on. Uh, why this is its twentieth anniversary? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So twentieth anniversary this year. Uh, so Pokemon's been around for a while, and there are countless games on <laughs> for that series at this point. Um, so yeah, we're definitely seeing more of those this year. Uh, yeah. Sun and Moon. Uh, personally, I think they look awesome. Um, I've been more excited about these than previous ones uh, yes. recently. Um, the Alola forms in particular seem interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. so can can we just real quick acknowledge Executor? Uh, Longsecute Long is what I, I like to call them. Yeah, Longsecute. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. The neck Dragon. Yeah. Right. yeah. Suddenly also A Dragon. dragon? Type. Exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. No, I, I'm. I like to believe that there's uh, when they finally reveal the Alola Pikachu because it's gonna happen because we got Alola right. Right. So we got to mm-hmm. have the the other one. Uh, I like to believe it's the um, the mythical Longchu from uh, oh uh, Super gosh. Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh, it's Pikachu mapped to a Captain Falcon skin, and yes. it's, oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. So that that's what I'm hoping. But. <laughs> Um, but yeah, moving on with uh, the Nintendo Direct, uh, they also talked about um, you know their Wii U has been struggling, and um, because of that, games that are exclusive to the Wii U obviously aren't going to be selling quite as well yeah. as they might. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a little back and forth for them. Yeah, obviously, yeah. they're pretty happy with the quality of their games, and I think customers are too for the most part. Right. But as far mm-hmm. as reaching that wider audience and getting your actual sales, becomes a little bit difficult. Um, yeah. 
Uh, Daily, do you think that's why um, we're seeing Mario Maker and Yoshi getting their 3DS releases? Or? Definitely, because mm-hmm. I feel like people feel more comfortable having being able to just say in public, too, like, I have a 3DS versus right. I have a Wii U, because then people are going to be like, oh, what do you play on the Wii U? And you're going to say either, like, Splatoon or <laughs> it's like uh, Smash Super and Mario, Mario Maker. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> it's You're just yeah. very limited, and I feel like they were uh, able to kind of gracefully acknowledge that, sure. yeah, we haven't really made a lot of games that work with this to the point where it's like yes I want to play that on the Wii U so they're giving kind of what the people want and being like Here, here's your 3DS games that I know that you've just been wanting to play yeah. on the 3DS. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what, did you have anything to add to that Adam? Uh, I just think it's kind of weird that they're putting Mario Maker on the 3DS now because it's like it's the same game. Yeah it's portable but you know it's just Mario Maker again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, most of the same features are returning. I think there might be one or two things that they've cut out, uh, but they're also putting new stuff in for the 3DS. Um, I guess that's cool. Well. So They yeah. say they're going to be, like, trying to be more local about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's fine, but I like I don't, I don't know that many friends that are really good level designers. Right. Yeah, no, I, I have a few that um, a few friends that uh, did both design games and, uh, and levels and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and... I, I don't know if they're too into Mario Maker specifically, um, but they definitely like that platformer style, and it's a really cool way to get into some of the basic level mm. design stuff. Yeah. Um, so absolutely there. Uh, but uh, as far as that goes, the other stuff that they talked about were largely their like Nintendo Selects, and I know working at GameStop, that's been a lot of their advertising focus as well. Um, we've been seeing reprints of a lot of their popular games, both on 3DS and Wii U and Wii, even. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been a little weird. But, um, <laughs> and some then backwards compatibility. Right, yeah, some backwards compatibility stuff in there for sure. Uh, and then mm-hmm. digital uh, remasters and re-releases as well with uh, Skyward, Skyward Sword? Skyward Sword, Sword is got, happening. Got on Wii U. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Um, but, and then it, even uh, going into iterations with the 3DS and the new 3DS. Um, Right. Pikmin. Oh, yeah. You had new, you had new Pikmin, and that that's a whole other story too, as yeah. far as the I backlash. Mean, it's two D. Yeah. yeah. How could they? Well, yeah, it's, it's like an action. It actually kind of looks pretty good. Yeah, it, it reminds decent. me of Lemmings. Mm-hmm. It's very Lemmings esque, as, yeah. as far as I know. But it still kind of got that. It's still kind of Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eh. I feel like uh, they've uh, been just playing off of kind of everyone's nostalgia and being right. like, we, we know that you missed this, so <laughs> here it is. You want some way to play it. You're probably going to find an emulator online, so here's the official bit. Right. Here's Pikmin 4, F-Zero. <laughs> What's that? What? Yeah, right. Well, and I know they keep talking about uh, an F-Zero being on uh, whatever their next console might be. Um, and the NX is what they've been referring to as their next console. Well, but as call- far as what that means, uh, we still don't know. Will they keep it the NX, though? I doubt, I doubt it. I imagine that's a working title. Because, like, but. every every console that has, uh, like, come out and actually been, like, announced, like, the project name was always, I felt like, something really cool. Right. Like, there was the PlayStation Neo, and then they just change it at the end, and well, it's like, even, eh, Yeah, even pro, being, like, 4K, whatever. like, PS4K, like, I feel like that was, yeah. that was just set up there, I and then you could have taken that. Who's, there's one specific person in their marketing department that I feel is failing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that one guy. Well, and I know uh, the PlayStation VR was at one point called Morpheus, and uh, like ah, I still yes. like that would have been such a cool title. But you're entering the Matrix, basically, yes. right, man? God of Dreams, God of Dreams. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just a, an overall look at that. Um, do you guys think Nintendo's kind of stuck in the mud? I mean, they've been having the 
iteration of a DS since like 2004, 2003. Gosh, yeah, it has been. And oh. then uh, all of these games, uh, they're they're all old series, uh, either 90s or earlier for some of them. Um, and even the ones that are coming out are remakes and ports. Uh, do you guys think that they're a little stagnant? Yeah. Kind of. Well, I, I feel like maybe we should go one um, at a time. Adam, do you want to start? Uh, as far as like stagnancy goes, it's definitely kind of got that with the overall market, at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always got its hardcore fans that'll be like, oh, I can't wait for the next game. Can't wait for the next like new right. release or the new IP or whatever. There always is. Yeah. You know, with Splatoon, the game mm-hmm. I played for like two hours. Well, and and like, Splatoon's an excellent way to show that they do still have some uh, original IPs coming out. Yeah, even yeah. if it even if it's not as popular as COD or whatever the big <laughs> FPS is. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was ever meant to be quite like that, but yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. you know, it's definitely trying to get to that multiplayer thing, though, definitely. which has been really big as of recently. Yeah, and I know they they haven't always been huge on the online multiplayer anyway. Local Mm -hmm. multiplayer they've been great with. Yeah. Of course, because, you know, it's always sort of been what they were good at. And then they try to do online. And how long has it been since uh, the first online game for the Wii, do you think? For the original Wii? Um, Man, I'm not sure I'd be able to name the first one. Was it like, I don't know, Mario Kart, whatever? Mario, I know Mario Kart Wii had some online functionality. So did Brawl. Um, yeah. Not that you would ever want to use it. Yeah. But you could. I've used the, <laughs> I've used the, you know, in the whatever online multiplayer for Smash Four on the Wii U. It was pretty mm-hmm. fun. I like, yeah. I like gambling. Yeah, and well, and just to show how um, how much that really isn't their focus as far as online multiplayer goes, uh, they don't even have an Ethernet port. On there, it's all wireless, or you have to get a little USB adapter piece. Yeah, I hated um, that because you know, going to college, it's like I got my Wii U, going to play it online. Oh wait, can't use the Wi-Fi. Gotta use my Ethernet. Oh shoot, <laughs> I gotta get a specific yeah. thing for that. Oh shoot, yep. I got the wrong one. It's Better buy piece. it again. Just yeah. steps and it is steps another and piece. steps. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. the fact that Nintendo isn't because uh, like Microsoft will do that, but they'll offer the piece. Like right. uh, you'll have the uh, headset adapter or whatever. Nintendo really isn't doing that. They aren't making these Ethernet uh, things, so it's not like they're doing it in a way to get attached sales yeah. or anything like that. It's just something that they really don't care about. Eh, if someone wants to, they'll figure not it out. Not their focus. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. you got to do it on your own. What, what about you, Daly? How do you feel about the uh, stagnation of Nintendo or uh, lack thereof? I mean, after kind of uh, the Wii U tanked, I feel mm-hmm. like they had to go back to the drawing board, and then they took the drawing board down, and they saw the scrawls behind the drawing board, and it was just all their old properties, mm-hmm. and they realized, we made a lot of money with this. We kind of put ourselves uh, on the map with this, so let's, and people still, you know, revel in it, so mm-hmm. let's take advantage of nostalgia and uh, make a mini NES and release all these uh, yeah, games the NES, that everyone yeah. uh, has missed or is trying to play on emulators. And uh, also Pokemon, forever Pokemon. But, I mean, <laughs> they're vaguely separate it. now, but yeah. yeah. Pokemon will always sell. Oh, always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. No, yeah, they, they have ups and downs, but they, they, they keep chugging. Yep. So. Yeah. There's going to be a uh, 8-bit uh, Zelda... Uh, amiibo, and I don't mm-hmm. know how that is going to work exactly because yeah. it's 3D, like but 8 bit. Well, but... they've done that before already. With um, they did uh, Mario Maker one. There was a, there was oh an 8 bit Mario. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's still like I look at it and I'm like, it's a how do you work? Yeah, it's a little bizarre. Physics. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, that's game and watch physics. Design. It's Paper Mario physics. Yeah. It's all these 2D to 3D physics. <laughs> right, for sure. 
Um, it's like Mr. Potato in Toy Story 3 when it was a tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Too exactly right. You but, uh, yeah, I, I think um, Nintendo's definitely been uh, reassessing some of their stuff and even uh, maybe trying to go back to some old properties they haven't touched, even like Kid Icarus on the 3DS oh, a few yeah. years back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say a few years back. That was a good six years ago now. But. Gosh. <laughs> we're all old, man. Right, we're yeah. old. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, they aren't the only ones uh, kind of stuck in using these old properties, though. Yeah. Um, just looking at uh, the release window this this uh, this fall, uh, you've got Bioshock Remastered coming out. Uh, you've got mm. Skyrim. Uh, you've got Dragon's Quest, which at least there's a reason for that one. They haven't come to the West before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's all of that. Uh, and then um, have you guys uh, been looking at the Batman stuff with uh, Rocksteady? Okay, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, remaster it. But, it like, I, I don't know. It makes me feel old because I'm like, it didn't come out that long right ago. right there, right? Yeah, I just played them on my PS3, like, three months back. You like, know? like, is that just commentary on, like, how far technology just keeps advancing under our be. noses that, like, people are now demanding, you know, like, 4K of everything mm-hmm. that uh, we have to redo games to keep up so that people aren't like, oh, I don't want to play that game. Look at how right. it looks like, even though right. it came out, you know. It, it was Not 20... Uh, well, the Arkham Asylum uh, lined up with the Dark Knight, so that was uh, 2008. Oh my, okay, I really feel old. Now. Right? Yeah, no, that, that's how I always remember. It's um, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City both lined up with uh, the movies. Yeah. Um, I think Arkham City was uh, 2011 and The Dark Knight Rises was 2012. I'm right. Something, yeah, I, yeah. I think it was a year apart there, and then the year after that was actually uh, Origins came out, I believe, um, if memory serves. But yeah, so it definitely a targeted marketing strategy with them there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, earlier this year uh, they announced this Batman remake. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this. They put out the trailer and everything, and um, some of the shots looked awesome. Like mm-hmm. they just looked a mm-hmm. real like a really nice update, and then other ones like there was a close up on uh, Hugo Strange's face, yeah, and it mm-hmm. looked awful, absolutely terrible. Like there was no texture to his beard, the reflections in his uh, glasses were gone, and stuff. Like it looked like a retrograde almost huh. of of the original one. Um, Let's just go back to polygons, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I think what bothered me the most. Them. <clears throat> there was a like a side by side of Batman, mm-hmm. and you can see like in the original it looked fine, but in the new version, what bothers me is that his eyes they're like a bright crystal blue. So oh, it just, yeah. So it's just like piercing out, yeah. like standing too far out. It's like Batman. He's the Dark Knight. Looks a little bizarre. He's the Dark Knight, but you can't look away from those eyes, <laughs> right? They're piercing. Um, <laughs> you can't stop looking right into them, into my soul. Mm, um, Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think George Clooney personally. But Ew. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ew. Wow. Wow. But uh, no, at the uh, towards the end of July um, was when they were set to release this initially. Uh, but a few weeks prior to release, they put it on um, indefinite hold. I believe was yeah. what they were saying. It sounded like it just got squashed completely like we were never going to hear about this again Anything that says indefinite in front of it i'm like we're right. not gonna see it it's right. not gonna happen exactly and that, that's sure what they made it sound like in their press release but um just a few days ago we got another trailer and a new release date of november so is it gonna stick is it i don't know i don't know what Will do you think man I, I don't know i still have to play those games you should do it. Yeah, I just got them on. I, got, I just got them on Steam. I got to play them. Absolutely. What yeah. about you, Daily? Do you think it's uh, we're going to see another push or? I don't know. It's like how much demand is there really for it? Because yeah. like I was saying, like I'm perfectly fine with the 2008 game. I don't think it looks 
really horrendous. Mm-hmm. And then if they do put in all that effort to remaster it, and then it comes out just being, hey, it's a slightly better version. Here you go. Right. How how much uh, money are people going to want to put out for something that they have on their shelf and yeah. that they can play for maybe even nostalgia purposes at this point? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't yeah, know. yeah. No, I, I've kind of gone back and forth by my, uh, myself, um, and Bioshock is kind of in the same area for me. But oh, excuse me. Um, the overall thing with both of them, though, is I mean they're both critically acclaimed games, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're great. Our current consoles, uh, the Xbox One, is mostly backwards compatible. Um, but the PS4 isn't. Uh, right. Should there be a way for new gamers or gamers that maybe skipped the last generation to get in on these uh, relatively historic games? PC. <laughs> PC? Yeah, definitely an option. Definitely an option. I mean, um, these are probably kids that can't tank $800 into a decent PC. I'm yeah. just guessing. Right. It's going to be more than that, too, especially right. now. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. It's... it's mm, it's like, yes, you want to play the game. Yes, you want it to be at a mm-hmm. quality that I think we should expect from games. I think so. But uh, I think it's just kind of one of those things where it's like we, we've moved on. Maybe not so much from the Bioshock property, but uh, maybe a little bit from uh, Batman, especially mm-hmm. after the aftermath of Suicide Squad and yeah. Batman versus Superman. Well, and uh, like I was saying with their targeted marketing with the original games, um, Definitely, I think this is tied in with this resurgence of DC as they're trying to get this new series uh, of movies put out and uh, in the public eye. Um, So I think they're definitely trying to do a multimedia approach like they have in the past. Um, I think that's a good assessment. But Yeah, that's fine. mm -hmm. It's it's a good way to uh, make some profit. Right. Yeah, just put a shiny new coat on it. Right. But it is this the back frame and rate. forth uh, with WB, though, as far as, like, well, we're not going to release it because, I don't know, it didn't look too great. But then, like, a month later, oh, no, no, we're back. Yeah, it, we it's are. coming out. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm a little concerned about that, I suppose. But uh, EA has kind of been going back and forth oh on remakes lately, too. Yeah. yeah. They were really, like, uh, I think it was October of last year, they mm-hmm. were super flippant about remakes. They were like, they're dumb. There's no, no reason. We no. don't see any kind of reason to do that. And now Absolutely. they're definitely changing the tune. I like, I like, I like, I read a quote about it, and they said, like, uh, remakes and remasters are just a way to, uh, for a quick cash grab. I'm mm-hmm. like, thank you, EA, for that quote. <laughs> Thanks for that. So what can you're I, saying you now is. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and it, they, uh, yeah, they had, did have a stance uh, late last year, early this year about remakes because people keep pestering about the Mass Effect oh and everything. God. And, um, yeah, now that they're saying, you know, maybe maybe we will see some remakes from us. Who knows? It could happen. Um, we have certain uh, – Execs from EA saying that Mass Effect is not on the consideration list for these remasters. So, I mean, yeah. it's kind of weird because that's what like people have actually asked yeah, for. Yeah, they have this big wall of denial, I feel right. like, when it comes to anything Mass Effect. They're like, no, it was good. It was good, guys. You loved it. You guys <laughs> loved it. And it's like, no, no, we didn't. Can lot, you redo it? It's like, no. swirling around Mass Effect. <laughs> Yes. Would, I would say a new Mass Effect with a nice look would look really good, because it's got just because it could have like that. It, it's already got that kind of nice galaxy kind of look and feel, and you know, make it mm-hmm. better. Yeah, it can only get better. Yeah, and uh, e- even trying to do some of the stuff because obviously the gameplay evolved uh, between the games and trying to incorporate some of the 
uh, changed elements from the, even the third game mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. into the overall story from the first game could be interesting. But again, that that's, uh, gets into um, more of the remake territory as opposed to a remaster. Um, so it, it definitely a lot more funds <laughs> that go into that. Uh, it's almost like making a whole new game. And uh, almost, I mean, exactly. Entirely, Exactly yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just a... It's pretty crowded as far as um, remasters are coming out. Um, do you guys feel like there's a shortage of new IPs and new games coming out? Is it, it's just a bunch of remasters and sequels, or I can't really come up with that many off the top of my head. Like we got a new lot IPs. Of, you mean? Yeah. Okay. We yeah. got like there's a ton that I can like list off off the top of my head of like IPs that I know and that I feel like most gamers would know. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if it's because we wouldn't if if we want to keep track or anything or like we just want the old stuff again. Right. Yeah. What about you, Daily? I don't know. I feel kind of like as game design and game development has uh become definitely more of like a viable career. Like people are not sure. going to be like what are you talking about? You're going to be a game designer. You're, it's like saying, like, you know, you're going to be a celebrity. No, it's very viable now. There's so many studios. I feel like maybe those people who are like, I want to design a game like this mm-hmm. and do this are being like kind of taken up by those studios. And then they have like right. legitimate work. That's not like their passion project that they're necessarily working on. So they're they're off doing, you know, the triple A title of the year while uh, so, like they could have been this indie developer uh, who makes, you know, a new game that would, like, revolutionize the way we look at games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a very broad way of, like, I'm sure there's a very few <laughs> examples of that actually happening, but I, I think it may be kind of contributing to how uh, people feel about making games and, like, how viable mm-hmm. a career, like, what their career path should be should they go into game making I right. think people are going to be like, I want to have a name that I can tell people, like, I'm working for Bethesda or, you know, uh, I'm working for Blizzard versus being like, oh, you know, we're developing this game in my mom's basement right now. <laughs> yeah, in the garage. You know, there's three of us. Yeah. yeah. Which, mm-hmm. you know, something amazing could come out of that. Definitely. But, you know, well, people you know, are going mean, to be you like, get, eh. um, yeah, that, that's more or less how uh, Tomb Raider started out. Uh, Outlast, re- more recently, uh, yeah. very yeah. popular. And that's... 12 guys on a shed is kind of the way that <laughs> that works. Um, so yeah, it, it, gaming has a long history of working in the shed. Yeah. Um, but is there any sort of reason do you think uh, we're seeing a lot of these remakes and sequels and stuff? I, is it laziness or is there potentially think, something else? I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, like nowadays we have all these movie remakes and all these TV reboots and all this stuff that's coming back that you remember so we'll make it new or, you know, shove the old thing back into your face. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, it's like you'll buy this because you recognize the brand and it's like I want to re- I want to relive those memories or I want to experience them new. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, there there is um, a little bit of a pattern that um, I, I've taken a look at a little bit with um, you have these smaller companies that people are a little less familiar with, uh, say, since we've been talking about Batman already. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got WB Montreal, which uh, eventually made the Batman Arkham Origins, um, the weird spinoff prequel that is of lesser quality. <laughs> um, and then you have Rocksteady, who's made the uh, the three main games. Um, now, the other thing that WB Montreal has done since then um, is they worked on some of the story DLC for the Arkham Knight. 
Um, and prior to even Arkham Origins coming out, they worked on the Wii U port of Arkham City. So could you see these HD remasters and remakes as something that's, um, you know, a smaller company that hasn't really worked on a huge AAA game to kind of cut their teeth on? Definitely. Yeah. yeah I mean, it could work. We've, we've seen where, uh, like, smaller indie companies have attempted to make uh, you know, the next AAA game and failed. Cough, cough, hello games. Um, <laughs> yeah. That whole thing yeah. happened. Yeah, they so. kind of let that get away from them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm. it wasn't their fault entirely. I'm, no. I'm looking at you, Sony. But um, <laughs> I feel like maybe, yeah, it's a lot less intimidating having source material already than right. coming up with a whole new thing. Right, definitely. What about you, Adam? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the question. You're okay. You're okay. Just uh, how, how do you feel about um, uh, u- utilizing these remasters and remakes as a way of uh, cutting teeth uh, for a young programmer? Oh, yeah. I Yeah, that could work. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even if, like, you don't want to work on the same game, work on a similar game kind of, I feel. Sure, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And even yeah, um, like a uh, lot of, you know, a lot of indie games are mm-hmm. just, you know, fancy versions of older games. Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon. Right. And we we saw um, more recently uh, Nordic Games, who uh, purchased the rights to several THQ properties when THQ went under. Um, they've been working on the remasters for the two Darksiders games, and now it, Nordic has reformed into uh, THQ Nordic. Oh. So and that, they they're going full fledged now, and yeah. they're going to make their own. Darksiders games Claim and not that name. They have yeah. become <laughs> THQ. Right, exactly. So Absorb the assets, take the name. <laughs> uh, on top of that, I guess, um, with the whole thing, too, uh, if you know Arkham Origins is being made by WB Montreal, what's Rocksteady doing? We know now they were working on Arkham Knight, and Arkham Knight is this huge game on what was then a next-gen console that we didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess another alternative would be uh, that... By letting these younger people work on these, uh, you know, it's still satiating the customer. You're giving them a product still. Yeah. Um, And in the meantime, you're letting your heavy hitters like Rocksteady um, or like uh, Gearbox with uh, Borderlands and stuff to let them work on their project for longer amounts of time for four or five years instead of just a standard two or three year cycle. That crunch Um, time, though. Yeah. 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 No, it still gets to you for sure. Yeah. But – just that it's kind of a breather in between it, uh, letting them work on something bigger while still letting, uh, not letting the hype die, yeah. I suppose, for the mm-hmm. IP. Um, which I guess uh, kind of brings us to our, our, our last section here, um, the new consoles. Um, they aren't new consoles exactly, I suppose, are they? No. They're, no. Yeah, they're about they're... as new as like, I got a plasma screen TV, but this time it's got an extra inch. There you go. Oh, there's that. that. There's it, that. It's, yeah, it's kind of like that, basically. Yeah. They're about as new as the new 3DS, I suppose, is what I'd say. The Galaxy like 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, the Reggie? guy over... Not Reggie. Uh, the guy over... <laughs> at, definitely not Reggie. I like Reggie. Different guy. Uh, different different guy. guy. But uh, the Microsoft representative, mm-hmm. he's been, he literally calls the Scorpio, it's an Xbox One that can do X, Y, and Z. 
Right. What? Like he's he's just literally calling right. it an Xbox One, but mm-hmm. the Scorpio has uh, the bonus capabilities of 4K 60 frames per second. Yep, native and, 4K uh, and native VR mm-hmm. abilities. So yeah, the Xbox could do X, Y, and Z. Now it's an Xbox, a Y box, and a Z box. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I like that. There you go. Um, That's yeah. gonna be what they release it under instead of Scorpio, which I think is really cool. The, the XYZ box. Yeah, the XYZ, yeah, XYZ box. box. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you still keep the one in front of that? I don't know. The XYZ one? The, the XYZ one? Oh my I don't know. gosh. I don't know. That it's, seems it, a little hefty. It's, it sounds like a uh, spaceship. The, X, <laughs> the XYZ one, right? For takeoff. I was about to say, that wasn't that uh, SpaceX's rocket that just blew up? Oh so my gosh. That yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was named something <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> SpaceX one. Right. Yeah. So, uh, it, but we have seen that with, um, you know, both. The new 3DS obviously was this kind of iterative sort of feature. Yeah. Um, we we've seen the Xbox One Slim now. We're going to see Scorpio next year, uh, and then we had Sony re- uh, announce their two new consoles as well: yeah. the Slim and uh, the PS4 Pro, um, both coming out this year. Um, do you think the PS4 Pro is meant to be competing with the Scorpio, or is it more a competition for the um, for the Xbox Slim? Um. I mean, uh, the the Pro has the time advantage. Sure. It's coming out this holiday season instead of next holiday season. So people yeah. are going to be like... Time advantage. Time advantage. Yeah, the yep. Wii U definitely had that. Yep. And yeah. then the the Slim is just... It's very aesthetically pleasing. I'm going to say that. No, I, it's an excellent redesign. I actually want to buy it because I don't have a PS4. Yeah. Well, the, one of the things with me is like they finally figured out how to put the um, power source on the inside. You don't have that brick yes. to carry around anymore. Yeah. That's nice. nice. That's yeah, nice. It's aesthetically pleasing. It's got the it's it's a terabyte. I think. Uh, depends. Sure. There it there depends. are different models. Uh, okay. There's still a 500, one terabyte, and two terabyte, depending on what you get. Yeah, it's it's just you know if you were sure you wanted to get an Xbox One, here's a even better chance. There's bonus stuff. Right. It looks pretty. Sure. Um, it, it looks will... nice. It runs better. Yeah, it, <laughs> jump, yeah, it's meant to higher. run better too. Yeah, it, it runs a little bit better for sure. But um, I don't know. I kind of uh, out of everything coming out, I almost kind of would want to wait for the Scorpio if I right. was making a Microsoft purchase because uh, you know uh, native VR. Yeah, or even uh, uh, just the native 4K on that, which is something that the Pro will not be able to do. Yeah. uh, Given the... The Pro isn't very nice to developers because they have to develop three versions of their game. Like, one's going to be, like, the super amazing quality 4K and one's, Mm -hmm. like, not so much and then not so much again because it just... (laughs) People have very uh, varying televisions and I think Mm -hmm. that this is kind of, like almost making people have to reevaluate their setup. Like, even if they have, like, you know, I have a 1080p TV, they're going to start thinking, do I need to get a 4K TV because of the games that I want to play? I don't think that we've really had that situation before. And if we have had that situation, it's people with PCs that are like, I want to have the pretty, pretty game on my really nice setup. My, My TV still runs 720 because I haven't bought a new one. So, you know. I'm not really looking for nice 4Ks yet until I can get a good TV. And it's like, yeah, shoot, I ran out of money to get the 4K console. Yeah, and I mean, that, having a 4K TV is the reason to upgrade right now, basically. There's not a whole lot else. Um, mm-hmm. Potentially, the Scorpio will offer something a little bit more, but 
we aren't sure yet. We yeah. haven't heard much about it. So, um, but on, on the note of uh, it being a little difficult for developers, do you think it would have been a better idea to just release a PS5 or a whole new console? Oh, versus yeah. uh, probably not. That's true right. at the same time. But it's kind of like are you, you, this is your baby. You want it to be in the most quality possible, mm-hmm. but then you have to actually take the time also to make it less quality because, right. uh, and then I feel like people are going to be mad because they can't enjoy it in the best quality because of like i already spent so much money on this console you want me to get the tv to go with it is that what we're <laughs> trying to do here well i mean hey so, sony uh they have been down in sales in their other departments besides uh, playstation this so. is this is the conspiracy this yeah. is all it's see, for it's their cross uh, it's their not, cross marketing yeah i just don't like the trend of uh we we made a console and a, and a couple years later not a new console it's the same console but this time it looks better Sure. It's it's the same thing as the new 3ds. Like it's got that little dangly bit, so you can play act, play some new games. Yep. Like that new Xeno Gears. Yep. You've got um, some extra processing, uh, extra shoulder buttons, and the C pad on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But just, ha- haven't consoles always done that? Like newer versions, I I I don't know. This 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 sounds like the first time it's happened. Like I think the oh no. I'm wrong. Oh. Uh, the last generation did that with the Xbox and sure. the PS3. Sure. That, what what well, about the like NES? The NES? Yeah. That, uh, so there was the original NES where you had to slide it in and push it down inside. Uh, mm-hmm. But then there was also the top-loading uh, slim model NES. No one ever goes back to the slim model, though. They always go back to the clunky gray box. Well, it's generally considered a little more reliable. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just don't see that a lot when people okay. are talking about the NES. It's definitely not what comes to mind. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, and the new release, the mini, is on the original model. Right, yeah, yeah, it, yeah that, that's the iconic one, Yeah, it's obviously. Definitely. It, it's kind of like the iconic breaking Xbox 360 mm-hmm. look. Now, I will say um, something uh, with the NES Slim, um, that was something that uh, NES lasted from, like, it was like 83, 84, all the way up to, like, 92. Like, it was a long run for the NES. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they the, had a lot of time to make improvements. Right. And the NES Slim didn't even come out really until um, once once the Super Nintendo started coming out. And it benefited from that top-loading design of the Super Nintendo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and even the Super Nintendo did a similar thing. Uh, we saw the PlayStation, um, the original one, do a similar thing when PlayStation mm-hmm. 2 was coming out. Um, with the PlayStation skinny. 1 redesign. <laughs> yeah. All the PlayStations did that. There was like the mm-hmm. PlayStation 2, then there was the PlayStation 2 Slim. Most consoles have done that if they've had a full lifespan. Yeah, Game Boys always do it. Mm-hmm. Like the Game Boys and the DSs have always done that. Like there's the Game Boy, then the Game Boy Color, then the Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance SP, DS, DS Lite. Oh, yeah. DSi, DSi, XL, 3DS, 3DS XL, new 3DS, new 3DS XL. <laughs> yeah, Into no, the future. <laughs> yeah. We're going, fur- we're and, going further and further. And further. Um, and the 2DS. Yeah, and I mean, it would, PS2 has done it. Uh, we, well, but, yeah, I think this is definitely a lot more comparative to uh, the last console cycle where we had, like, the PS3 came out. Uh, it was a little slimmed down, but, you know, the big thing was it didn't have its overheating yellow light of death problem. Yeah. And the same thing goes for Xbox. Um, they they fixed some of the uh, memory problems with putting it in an internal memory, um, and they put a Wi-Fi chip in it and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that, which is and a weird know, feature. <laughs> and, you know, if you want my yeah. opinion on all these remasters and remakes of games and hardware and everything, I just think it's necessary, absolutely necessary, if it's broken or if it could use a fine tune-up and you know it's for the better. Sure. Definitely. Yeah, it's like uh, I'm trying to think of a game like think a game like Resident Evil for the PS One. It's you know not great. Then they remake for the GameCube, and it's like oh, it's the best thing ever. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's what's, like a yeah. worthy remake, for sure. 
Well, um, with uh, back to the uh, consoles with Sony and Microsoft, um, do you think that we're going to see another console from Sony to compete with Scorpio? Okay, that's the thing. Because, like, you know how everyone was kind of, like, talking about, is this going to be the last right. generation of consoles with uh, the PS4 and the mm-hmm. Xbox One? And we were, like, there were people that were really sure of this. Very. And, you know, part of me agreed with them, but I think that... Uh, we might continue to see, you know, the console wars go into the future. And I think what's propelling it forward is uh, VR and VR capabilities in that mm-hmm. uh, they haven't conceded uh, to kind of like the PC market. They're not like, it's just going to be people on their Oculus Rift on the PC playing it. Like right. uh, the Scorpio is going to have, uh, they haven't said anything about like a headset that they would release themselves. Yeah, they, they've, um, I can't remember what they're calling their current um headset uh, i didn't know there was one yeah it's um it's not the same as uh what we've seen from oculus and vive and all that stuff yeah. it's um it's actually augmented reality um okay. where it's almost like glasses instead and it's what we saw not this past e3 but the e3 before um they showed off that minecraft thing on the table i don't know if you guys remember that oh i, I do remember. yes yeah. yes right yeah so it, it was that i cannot for the life of me remember what that's called because they don't talk about it ever yeah that's the like, thing they're yeah. like you can use whatever you want if you you know have an oculus rift absolutely use it with it because mm-hmm. you shelled out probably a lot of money for it <laughs> a good amount. i feel like they're more understanding on that part but um it's it's just interesting to see how like kind of it was dismissed as like uh, you know if people are going to want to play in vr it's going to wind up being on pc for the next however long but they're jumping on it faster than i thought that they would in like uh trying to use that natively but Mm -hmm. at the same time i feel like well, I mean, Sony's Microsoft's beating them doing... to the punch there. Yeah. I mean, by quite a bit. They're, we're talking 50 games by the end of the year for PlayStation VR. So, that, I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. But And the other thing I've noticed with Xbox is um, it, all of these uh, headsets and stuff, they all need cameras and stuff. You're mm-hmm. trying to move around within an area. Of course, you're going to need something to track your movements. Um, the Xbox One Slim doesn't even support the Kinect uh, anymore. Yeah. The, they, so the camera's all gone. They on that. Yeah, so are we going to see like a Connect 2.0 or like like what right. are, are we going to see an iteration of not just the console but the Connect as well? I mean, the Connect was the Connect was the Connect. The it's Connect a pretty was, serious piece of tech. Yeah. But I mean, like the ability like logging you on when you walk in a room right. or being like Xbox versus Cortana. I I'm still weird. That annoys me so much. It's still weird. but uh And I think that that's, like, we see that in just, like, home market technology with, like, Amazon's got, like, the Echo and, uh, like, just general, like, being able to talk to your house kind of thing. Right. So it's, like, yeah, why wouldn't you want to do that? And uh, obviously that can just kind of almost be, like, the bonus feature attached to whatever they figure out for Mm -hmm. VR. Um, and I think that's really interesting. Uh, I totally spaced on that. It was the augmented reality versus the head, right. like in the headset. Well, and they could do some sort of headset thing too. Right. Um, but they haven't spoken on it yet. So. Right. Um, because, you know, the main thing that I noticed in these YouTube videos of people uh, playing VR games is eventually someone's bumping into something. Right. <laughs> like, Cry, like, broke his hand open on a light, like, after <laughs> I, playing I, I, uh, There's I, been injuries. <laughs> I, I messed with the uh, the Vive over the summer, and it, uh, there, there was a moment where I, I very gently tapped a wall, 
at one point because I kind of knew where I was, but yeah, you don't know. Yeah, no, you get lost. Yeah, you do. And no, the Vive is nice enough to kind of like put that like laser fence up in front of you, like, mm-hmm. hey, this is your barrier. You sh- probably shouldn't go <laughs> past that. Um, so can't tell me what to do. Right, you can't. You can't you're not the boss of me, HTC. You might own my phone, but you don't own me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. I guess the last thing is um, the weird comments that we have heard about the NX so far. Um, okay. The NX. Yes. The, the NX. It's about the only thing we've heard from it. Um, they made a weird comment saying that the NX will not be a replacement for the Wii U or the 3DS. That's mm. where the that second part, that's where it gets me. Because weird, all the like, uh, supposed designs that have been theorized, like... Uh, Emily Rogers has been the leak mm-hmm. source, which is funny because we have uh, uh, one of our editors here. His name is Emily, and the person that she is uh, engaged to, whose last name is Rogers. So, so she's I'm almost. Like, it's her in the yeah, future. It's a time traveler. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, she's giving us this information from the future, guys. Thanks Appreciate for that. it. But uh, from legal? what she said, <laughs> it's literally going to be like a screen, like mm-hmm. the Wii U, but the bumper pads and like all the your controls just snap off. Right, and, you and those can, are like your Wiimote and nunchucks. Yeah. yeah, and you can just put them in when you so please. Mm-hmm. But the main thing will be that it's just kind of like a tablet. Um, but right, if you're focused on mobile gaming, you kind of already climbed that mountain and conquered it with the 3DS. Everyone's happy with the 3DS, as far as I know. Uh, there's not been you know widespread like, oh, it's not satisfying. No, my yeah, no, gaming the 3DS needs. is about the only thing that Nintendo's put out that people have been overly ecstatic about yeah consistently yeah i mean so, other than on the hardware side anyway. other than mobile games of course yeah but that's well like, yeah well, that, yeah but that's yeah. like a whole different thing yeah. I feel. <laughs> another sure. episode for sure for sure but uh so it's just kind of like why are you trying to reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. well and is is the nx uh simply reinventing the wheel is it another iterative console like this playstation pro and the scorpio or is it going to be something uh wholly new well the thing that gets me is that they say it's not going to replace anything Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're going to approach this. Like, it's going to be the next big thing or it's going to be a side thing. Right. Well, and it sounds very much like Sony where they're talking about, well, this is the whole family. Like, th- yeah. this is all a line mm-hmm. of products and it's all working simultaneously together. You can get whichever one makes sense for you, but it's a family of stuff. It's a family. <laughs> We're all trying to integrate with each other. We're all going to have to buy the same game three times for three different systems. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we are at, it looks like about 45 minutes in, so uh, it's about time to start wrapping up. Uh, I'm going to go through and let you guys kind of give us the final word on some of the stuff we've been discussing. Um, So, uh, Daly, let's start with you. Um, Do you think uh, this is all kind of business as usual? I know we've talked about a little bit of historical cases that all this stuff has kind of happened before and it's still going on. Um, or do you think uh, this is indicative of uh, a kind of a drought uh, of ideas? Uh, what, what, what do you think? I mean, uh, I feel like right now everyone's really able to play off of nostalgia because of mm-hmm. just the age of everyone who has money and is able to remember. Oh, I remember back when I couldn't, I had to ask my mom to buy this for me for <laughs> Christmas. And it was a real hassle to get her to do it then. So now that I have money, shows you, mom. But uh, uh, eventually the market's going to change and uh, I don't really know anything right now off the top of my head that people are going to be like, oh, I'm really nostalgic for 
the last iteration of COD right. and like try to do that again. Can you uh, imagine that? Marketing it as the, the final Call of Duty. The final. <laughs> but, it's like the final horror movie of a franchise. Yeah. Yeah, how, it's final for now. How many final saws have we had? Uh, Not to mention Final Destinations. But oh, my gosh. Uh, that, that, that. Um, Claps for you. Yeah, for um, sure. I don't know. It's kind of like maybe it's not so much that uh, the new IPs are, like, right in the spotlight mm-hmm. right now, but they're there. They're out there in the world. It's just uh, it's a lot more uh, indie now. It's a lot more sure. you have to go out and find it because not everyone is – picking it up and being like, oh, yeah, we'll market this as, you know, a worldwide thing for you. It's like, yeah, you and everybody else is trying to get this thing out there. So it's right. it's kind of a lot more individual soul searching, perhaps, <laughs> to find your new uh, thing to be obsessed with. But uh, I, I think we're still there. I think we're still going to find stuff. But right now, so much nostalgia. And Definitely. it works. It's very profitable. Oh, yeah. A no, plus it's to been them. working for them, yeah. for sure. Adam, uh, what about the last word in the night? Uh, it's The market right now is just it just feels really crazy right now. Like, you got all these new systems coming out that are basically just either the same or, like, add-ons. There's nothing really new, groundbreaking. This is going to be the thing. It, it all, to me at least, it just feels like tack-ons and... Uh, it's just stuff that you don't need, but it would be nice if you bought it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretties yeah. it up a little bit. shines it up a little bit. Aesthetic. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, aesthetics. All right. Well, that just about wraps it up, guys. Um, uh, last thing. Um, if uh, they liked what they heard tonight from you guys, uh, where, where else can they find you? Can they find you on Facebook, Twitter, uh, anywhere you're comfortable with? Adam? Yeah. yeah if, you, if you really want to – if you're really that curious, just find Adam Sellers. Look that up somewhere. If you find me, congratulations. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck on that. <laughs> the Google search is on. I'm, I'm going incognito. <laughs> right, for sure. And I'm sure you'll you'll find your way back here uh, at least a few times and a few of the other podcasts around uh, yeah. around the Bytes pod. Bytes so, pod. Uh, well, the pod. What about you, Daily? Anywhere they can uh, find you? Uh, you can find me a lot of places. I'm all over the interwebs, but uh, mostly I am here in the podcast lounge uh, <laughs> talking to you on uh, the our SoundCloud here at by uh, the Ball State Daily. Uh, not my name, not spelled. It's spelled entirely differently. It's very different. Um, but you can also follow me on Twitter at, at WillTheHelm. That's W-I-L-The-H-E-L-M, which is my last name, and I have been Daily Wilhelm in... Follow me on Twitter. There you go. <laughs> That's my first like self promotion. Like, follow me, guys. <laughs> Do I it. Yeah. I thought it was always Will the Helm. It's Wilhelm. There's yeah. not an extra syllable. Jeez. <laughs> I just put that in there to throw you off. <laughs> well, well, that's what Bites all about, though. You know, getting your person out there and uh, getting people following you. So definitely, if you like what these two have been talking about tonight, and go ahead and uh, find them where they've requested. And go other ahead, than creep that, up on me. Have a good night, everybody.